sleep paralysis. You experience sleep paralysis? It's a scary moment when we sleep. We cannot move our body, we cannot speak, we cannot open our mouths. The mind may try to scare you, no matter to scare you. But we cannot move our legs, we cannot speak, we cannot do anything with our body. We feel as if we're going to choke to death. Oh, that is a very scary experience. And on this note, on this note, I welcome you to talk with Emmanuel. We're talking about sleep paralysis on the show today. We are very important guest. Her name is Marianne Coleman from the United States of America. She will be speaking to us about sleep paralysis. She has a very in-depth knowledge on this topic, sleep paralysis. You will love to listen to it. Stick around. And now let's get a brief introduction, a brief bio of the show today, Miss Marianne Comer. Marianne has always been a creative person, whether that is with traditional arts or the performing arts, in voiceover works for radio shows and promotions in the USA or advertisements for radio. It is something that has always been part of her life. As an artist, she has worked in multiple media, from sculpting in clay to silversmithing and creating artisan jewelries to more traditional arts. She has a great love for working with pastels and oil, but also dabbles in acrylics and watercolors. Her sculptures have found homes internationally. Mariani is a published illustrator and also an author of the train story that she's currently working on illustrating. She spends most of her early works working and career as a nurse, both in public and private hospitals throughout New Zealand. Her last area of nursing and her favorite was cardiothoracic and vascular surgery. The work accident forced her retirement from a much-loved career, so she returned to university and retrained herself completing a degree in computer graphics design. She especially enjoys designing and creating websites, illustrations and label design. Spiritually, she has always had an absolute fascination for all things that go bomb in night or haunt your dreams, for the unknown, the unexplained, the paranormal. It started from a very young age when she had her first experience with UFOs. You don't know what UFO means? Unidentified flying objects. Star people and earth spirits that are ongoing on this day. Marianne is a spiritual sensitive and has had many experiences with unseen realms here on this planet. She's not shy about speaking about her UFO or star people encounters so she considers herself very fortunate to be able to com- combine her love of doing voice work with her expressions throughout her life in her podcast show working the shadow lens that's a brief bio of our guest in the studio today and very shortly we're going to be hearing from Ms. Marianne Kume Take it up. So without wasting much time, let's listen to Miss Marianne Coleman. She'll be directing us and navigating our way through sleep paralysis. Um, 
I hope you enjoy this episode. When we say sleep paralysis, what do we mean? Because I conducted a sort of a, um, an interview on my WhatsApp group and I saw that a lot of people don't actually know what sleep paralysis means. Miss Marian, can you help us um, enlighten us a bit on what sleep paralysis means? Three names that sleep paralysis is known by in the Western world and that's um, riding the witch, the old hag syndrome, night terrors or sleep paralysis. Now what sleep paralysis is, it's um, an incident that happens when either people are going to sleep, um, if, if it happens when they're going to sleep it's called a hypnagogic hallucination and if it happens when they're waking up it's called a hypnopompic hallucination. Now what that means is that as you're falling asleep or as you're waking up <clears throat> you suddenly find that you can't move you're you're awake but you can't move your body your body is paralyzed and very often in this state a lot of people will uh, see visions hear hallucinations then there may be a spiritual component to it but very often it's just a physiological thing it's a it's a a body um a physical body thing for the most part and it's just uh, we know that um a lot of um people have the the words they use to attribute sleep paralysis in their own tribe or in their own language like in nigeria the Igbos have their own what they call sleep paralysis here the robot and the houses and other tribes they have what they call sleep paralysis so um um we know that this is a very terrifying experience and a very scary one and what are some of the reports we get um, when people experience sleep paralysis? What do they experience? What is their experience like? Um, can you tell us, Miss Coleman? Right. Oh, I never, I never considered that there were different different names for different um, tribes, of course. But but it goes by many many different names, and um, it's pretty. It's a pretty scary experience to have. Um, and everybody, almost everybody, describes it in the same way. Um, they experience not being able to wake, uh, not being able to move when they wake up. Um, sometimes they will sense or see beings, an old hag, an old woman in particular. They often describe feelings of being choked or held down, or feeling as though they've got a tremendous pressure or something sitting on their chest. These are uh, typical things that people report when they have uh, a sleep paralysis. So, Miss Coleman, let's go straight into um, the scientific point of view. What do scientists say cause um, sleep paralysis? What are the scientific causes of sleep paralysis? Because I don't think the scientists believe in any paranormal or spiritual aspect of this sleep paralysis. So, what scientific um, causes um, sleep um, paralysis. So there was a scientific study done where researchers put a total of 
35 sleep paralysis studies done. So that's 35 different studies done to find out how many people experienced sleep paralysis at least once in their lifetime. The numbers broke down like this. About 7.6% of the then world's population has or will experience at least one episode of sleep paralysis in their lifetimes. The review also said that there was a higher incident of this happening amongst students and psychiatric patients, especially those who had post-traumatic stress or panic disorders. Specifically, 28.3% of students in the studies and 31.9% of psychiatric patients. But there's also a number of physical sleep disorders that can cause sleep paralysis, particularly narcolepsy, which is a condition where the person suffers from excessive sleepiness and sleep, atta sleep attacks happen at the drop of a hat. And oftentimes with this, there's a sudden lack of muscle control as well. So they can be sitting, eating dinner, and all of a sudden they're asleep. And these people can also suffer from hallucinations with the sleep attacks. There are other disorders that can cause uh, sleep paralysis as well, such as sleep apnea, insomnia, nocturnal leg cramps, and other physical factors like hypertension or high blood pressure, um, seizure disorders, uh, substance and medical use, jet lag. These shift work and and changing sleep patterns when you work shift work so there's a number of physical reasons that scientists state can cause this experience finally they also say that a person's personality and anomalous beliefs and like anomalous or spiritual beliefs can play a part in experiencing sleep paralysis as well so if a person has sleep paralysis without having any physical condition like narcolepsy, this is called isolated sleep paralysis because it, it, it's not associated with any physical disorder. But if they happen, um, if it happens repeatedly, then it's called recurrent isolated sleep paralysis. So most medical professionals and scientists who who are and have been studying this disorder, they generally say that sleep paralysis is a neurological disorder to do with your brain rather than anything paranormal in basis. They, they reckon that sleep paralysis is more to do with your sleep cycle and that it comes out of a disrupted REM, REM um, sleep phase. So for, for those of you who don't know or have not heard of sleep cycles before, there are four general stages that we go through in our sleep cycles day or night. Here's a brief description. Stage one, this is when you're awake, um, where you change over from wakefulness to sleep. This period generally lasts for a short time, several minutes maybe. Stage two is light sleep. And this period of light sleep always happens before you enter the deeper phase of sleep. In this period, in this period of time, your heartbeat and your breathing slow, your muscles relax, and your brain waves begin to change from wake to sleep mode. Stage, jump in any time if you've got questions, it's no worries.
and does the um, second stage. Um, continue. Okay, stage three, this is the deep sleep stage. Now, this is the period of sleep that's really important to us so that we wake up feeling refreshed and alert in the morning. Generally, this occurs in longer periods during the first half of the night. During this time, your heartbeat and your breathing slow so they're at the lowest levels during sleep and your muscles are very relaxed. It can be really hard to wake people when they're in this deep sleep state. I'm sure, you know, you've had times when people have tried to wake you when you're really, really deep asleep. And then when you wake up, you're kind of groggy for a few minutes because, you know, you were so deep asleep that it takes your mind a few minutes to catch up that, you you know, oh, you're awake. Okay, so the fourth and final stage of the sleep cycle is REM sleep. Now, this stage happens about 90 minutes after you fall asleep. And I see you've frozen on my screen, so I hope it's a hard connection, isn't it? That's okay. Um, so the REM stage happens about 90 minutes after you fall asleep. Um, your eye, they call it, they call it REM. REM stands for rapid eye movement. And in this stage of sleep, your eyes move fast from side to side under your closed lids. And... Um, you get a mixed brainwave activity um, at that stage. It's closer to what it's like when you're awake. Your breathing becomes faster and irregular. Your heart rate and your blood pressure increase to almost waking level. This is also a stage of sleep where most of us dream. Although sometimes dreams can happen in non-REM sleep. Your arm and leg muscles are temporarily paralyzed, which prevents you from sleepwalking or acting out your dream uh, or your dreams. REM sleep still being studied by neuroscientists who don't fully understand what its full function is. So those are the sleep cycles and we can repeat these many times during the night. But most people tend to spend more time in stage two sleep than in any other sleep stages. And scientists speculate that sleep paralysis arises out of a disrupted REM cycle. When a person has an episode of sleep paralysis, they become paralyzed for a matter of seconds or minutes, although it can feel like a lifetime to a person experiencing it. This commonly happens when you're falling asleep or when you're waking away uh, or when you're waking up. Thank you very much, Mrs. Um. Coleman Marina, that was a very, very in-depth analysis on sleep paralysis and the stages of sleep. Uh, but can you share your experience? I know you've experienced um, sleep paralysis before. Uh, can you share experience with us? What was the experience like with sleep paralysis? Um, actually had a, a couple of sleep paralysis episodes myself and they were very very scary uh the first time was a classic old hag what they call old hag experience the both times that these happened i was in my early 20s and i was staying over at my boyfriend's parents home um so of course we were in sleep at rooms because this was over 40 years ago and you know it was the social norm in those days I, was, I wasn't familiar with the house 
and it was the first time I'd actually stayed there and I was dealing with some post-traumatic stress at the time but I didn't realize that until many years later so I woke up suddenly in the middle of the night with difficulty breathing I just couldn't catch my breath and I felt like there's this huge weight of somebody sitting on my chest and that's why I couldn't get my breath literally it felt like somebody was sitting on my chest I, I quickly realized that I couldn't move my body I was absolutely terrified the only thing I could do was open my eyes and to my horror there was a really nasty wicked looking woman sitting on my chest oh that would be very scary that would be very very scary jeez that is a very scary experience yeah it was really really scary she was looking right into my eyes she had very scary she had stringy hair a crooked nose missing teeth and the teeth that she did have were quite sharp and pointed looking like she could eat you and she smelt really really bad <coughs> excuse me <coughs> sorry mom sorry mom sorry oh sorry sorry can I take some water oh thank you can you continue now inside like inside while this was happening i was screaming as loud as i could but verbally only like the slight whimper was coming out of my out of my throat it, it, she just sat on my chest laughing at me laughing at my terror and my dis- physical discomfort and i can't remember how long the episode lasted for or how it ended but i do remember feeling utterly exhausted and drenched in sweat and i really didn't sleep well for the rest of that night i was just too scared it it took me days before i was able to go to sleep properly without worrying that i would see her again as scary as um, sleep paralysis would be a lot of people especially in africa down here would say that it's caused by demons it's caused by evil spirits it's caused by spirit beings which are very nasty and wicked what do you think about that do you believe that sleep paralysis is caused by spirit or just a physical phenomenon or a scientific phenomenon caused by have some causes of that nature um certainly i do believe that in some cases there is a spiritual aspect to it um because many people will see um spirit in the room around them like a being um not necessarily on them but in the room around them when they're having this experience most i believe can be explained away by physiological means but certainly for a percentage of them there is a spiritual aspect to it now i personally don't believe in demons i have never encountered one in my entire life but i am a medium and i do see spirit and i have seen spirit that um are very nasty but they are human spirit you know they were nasty people when they were alive nasty people when they were dead so the personalities don't basically change so uh, 
and I have, I think I might have, let me just have a look, see, um, I might have one who did have a spiritual experience. For most people though, it's just like an ominous feeling, it feels really scary, it feels cold. Some people, they do see spirit or entities. Um, and and there have been a couple of cases where the people that were living in haunted homes had sleep paralysis experience. So in those cases, they're definitely linked with spirit activity. But the majority of them are are due to physical reasons. Oh, this is enlightening. Enlightening. This is very, very enlightening. Continue, ma'am. Although it's just like an ominous feeling. It feels really scary. It feels cold. Some people, they do see spirit or entities. Um... And, and there have been a couple of cases where the people that were living in haunted homes had sleep paralysis experience. So in those cases, they're definitely linked with spirit activity. But the majority of them are, are due to physical reasons. Like I asked, um, do you hear many experiences in your country about people having sleep paralysis absolutely miss coman in fact there was one of my friends who had to tell me his own experience that he was sleeping and while he was sleeping he saw a very horrible looking being on the window and he couldn't speak he couldn't move his body all he could do was try to shout jesus and he said he shouted jesus before he his um mouth could open and that was how he was uh, giving respite during his sleep it was a very very scary experience according to him um we believe that um if we um serve any being and we call upon that being at that particular moment we are experiencing sleep paralysis that we are going to be giving some respite on our sleep and also we would like to know the solutions to um stop sleep paralysis take it on miss Coman. that's actually a very good question and and your um that experience you just shared is absolutely not uncommon it's you know a very very common scenario that people experience either in the room or close by or they feel the presence but they don't see it or they smell something but they don't see it or they see it outside the window as your as your uh, experience did now there are things that there are tips that that people can do to help cope or to prevent sleep paralysis so firstly, don't let yourself become sleep deprived. That is, make sure you get enough sleep. That's the first one. Stick to a regular sleep schedule and try to reduce any stress that you've got in your life. Don't take any recreational drugs or drink alcohol in the evening. Don't sleep on your back. 
stay calm when an experience like this happens and tell yourself that you're actually in control and you can order the experience to stop. Some people have found that very effective, like your experience are called on Jesus and that worked for him. But other people can call on, on whatever they believe and it will work for them. What it is, is, is being in control. So stay calm and tell yourself that you're in control and that you can order the experience to stop. If you feel a weight on your chest, instead of imagining that it's something scary, imagine that it's something friendly like a cat or a dog. Um, if you film yourself, if you've got a camera and you can, film yourself sleeping so you can see that there was actually nothing in the room and that will help to allay the fears. Organise your bedroom or your sleeping space in a way that makes you feel safe and secure. Sleep with a nightlight or music or a radio on. Some people find that that really helps them. Or some people sleep with the TV going on that static if they've got a television. Imagine your body rolling from side to side in your mind and count each roll. Focus on this and from there try to move different parts of your body, regular finger or a toe and very often that's enough to break the sleep paralysis. Remind yourself that nothing bad will happen. You can count numbers so that you're focusing on something else. Squeeze your eyes tightly shut if you can use your eye muscle. And what that does is it breaks the paralysis and then you, then you wake up properly. So those are all things that um, people have done. There are a few other things. You can tense all your muscles, even the ones in your fingers and your toes, until you can feel movements, almost like releasing from a really bad cramp in your foot. Some people, like your friend, if they are of a religious belief, find that calling God on God or praying or commanding whatever they see to leave helps. Um, you can actually use the sleep paralysis to go into a state of what's called lucid dreaming. Um, which means that you're actively in control of your dream by relaxing and going with the experience instead of fighting it. And once it's finished, remind yourself that you overcame it and you'll always overcome it. Thank you very much, Mom. This is very, very enlightening. I believe our listeners must have learned a lot from these and we would like to have you next time on our podcast with talk with emmanuel on talk with emmanuel rather and <laughs> we really appreciate i really appreciate sure no worries and friends i really believe that you learned a lot and you were very enlightened at towards um, the revelation of miss marianne Kumain do well to subscribe to our podcast segment to keep being updated on the latest episode that will be dropping in and also go to my um social handles uh on twitter uh ajuju underscore boy one and instagram ajuju boy and facebook emmanuel's ugochiku sunday ajuju boy and uh, uh and 
facebook page at your boy drop your comments and drop your reactions drop um what you would want us to improve on and that will be very great i'll be very very delighted to hear from you and also for sponsorship and adverts you call this number 081 you can also send a whatsapp message to this number and i'll be and i'll be delighted to um, hear from you and friends from me from here my job here is done